0: Hey everybody welcome to the episode four of the words of ikram podcast it's thursday march 30th and thank you for joining me i uh have been doing a lot better with just general podcast production issues and minor things here and there so hopefully the audio quality is is okay and uh you guys are are still liking it and uh, it's been a really cool week i uh just found out that a lot of people are listening it from iTunes. So that's good because one of the ways that I measure how well the podcast is doing is I see how many people are playing it embedded somewhere through SoundCloud. That's where I host my podcast, right? So I was wondering what's going on with those numbers. And then I figured out and I started to see more data on a lot of people who are actually used to listening to podcasts, actually use the Apple iPhone. You know, they're they're using iTunes to download it and listen to it. So that's awesome. What am I up to this week? Well, uh, first of all, last week's episode about Hawaii got a lot of play. I didn't even realize that a lot of people that I've known for a while don't know exactly how I've ended up in the middle of the Pacific Ocean in Hawaii. Why do I choose to be there or live there? I think a lot of those questions were answered, right? <laughs> a lot of those questions were answered in the last podcast, and I'm glad that I was able to do that. Meanwhile, those of you who heard the podcast, uh, a little update for you. National Geographic has not yet approached me to do a deep sea animal marine life <laughs> special for them. That. <laughs> and that's okay because I don't know if you remember the... Uh, The title of the last podcast was High Fiving an Octopus. And uh, I think it's probably one of the best titles of a podcast ever written, if I may say so. So, well, getting back to the National Geographic call not coming in, I did post another massive article. And this one was actually a podcast question turned into a blog post. See how I'm doing the whole cross media thing here, guys? Nah, not to bug you with all that. But getting back to the article itself, the question that was asked was, what's your favorite brand, hotel brand, and uh, do you have any preferences for points with a particular program or not? And guess what? I wrote down a 2,500-word answer to that, and I analyzed some of the top brands that I've used or brands that I have some little bit of loyalty here and there with, right? Some points here, some points there. And Posted that, so really good feedback on that. Those of you who like reading, it's on my blog, wordsovictrum.com forward slash blog. And the other update from this week, of course, was that I got invited to give a session, to give the general session at the Benchmark Executive Leader Summit. So those of you who are in the hotel business from definitely know or should know Benchmark. Those of you who are not in the business, you can Google them and see they have a, uh, portfolio of, of some really awesome hotels and the event is in Colorado Springs which as a nikola Tesla fan that's a one place that I really get excited about going to so I think last time I was there a deer or some sort of a deer this is this is the depth of my <laughs> this is the depth of knowledge I have about deers and antelopes and stuff but as I was being driven from the airport to the hotel I saw this a couple of those guys just like hanging out by the freeway just looking at the car like hey what's going on so yeah that's something that i clearly remember and of course the, the fresh air and everything and the whole tesla story behind it is so so amazing so i do that in colorado springs and then back to back i get to go to another amazing place which i have been before and i just always i'm thinking of ways to get back there and that's vancouver in canada It is the most beautiful place with the most beautiful people is is how I would summarize it. And I have some friends there, guys. Believe it or not, Vikram Singh has friends in Vancouver. (laughs) So I really look forward to hanging out with them and also working. So the other uh, thing that I'm going to be doing there is the keynote address for the Revenue Management Conference West, which is pretty awesome. I am uh, looking forward to that. But what's really, you know, you might have sensed all this excitement on this podcast, right? Where's all this excitement coming from? Well, the real thing that I'm up to, the thing that I'm most excited about is that I am going to Spain. So, oh yeah, I (laughs) don't worry, I'm not going to be podcasting from Spain in Spanish or anything like that or podcasting at all. But I am really excited about taking some time off. I haven't done that in a long time. So, My itinerary is pretty simple. I am actually going to be in Madrid, in Seville, in Barcelona, and then back. So I have planned out the trip. One of the other things that happened last week, you know, it's, uh, uh, I don't believe in like a coincidence, right? There's, there's, There's always something going on. So looking back to how this ties in, why am I going to Spain and why I picked Spain is, I did get a book review published last week. So that's another. See, I've got a list of things that I was, I was really busy last week. <laughs> okay, so I wrote a book review for Grape Olive Pig, which is an amazing book by Matt Golding. If you have not read it, you should. If you're interested in food, if you're interested in travel, specifically Spain, you should definitely try it and get your hands on it. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing book. So I, I wrote a review for that and that got printed. So, guess what? In in print. I'm in print. So, <laughs> well, the book, basically, I, I finished it a while back, but the plan to go to Spain was planned long before. So, and it got printed in the spring issue of the Hospitality Upgrade magazine. So, you know, that's great, you know, writing a book review and then having it print in a magazine and then, you know, print back to print, circle of life. Okay, let's not get too philosophical about this. Let's keep going uh so yeah it's you know it's it's an amazing book the The timing could could not have been better and then just reading about the amazing history that Spain has and the food the different areas, the ingredients the the emphasis on simplicity, good ingredients, and the pride that they have with you know one of those doing one thing and doing it doing it really well i learned a lot of things there's there there are a lot of things i didn't know because i i actually did go to spain when i was uh, a lot younger <laughs> that was different it was just a trip to barcelona and back and this time i'm trying to dive in a little bit more uh try and uh, sample a little bit more but there's so much right if you really if you really want to, I guess, experience the country, you need a lot of time. But that's not an option for me right now. But yeah, in case you were planning a, a longer trip, Spain has the north, the south, the coastlines. There's there's a lot. There's not just one, you know, one or two big cities. There's there's a whole cultural shift that happens as you travel through that country. So I uh, have not been to the north to the Basque country, yet I do want to go there one of these days, but I will for now settle with what I have, which is a few days in in some of the major landmark cities and get back. But yeah, so that was last week. I'm heading out there this week. Yeah, I would not be recording a podcast in Spain. I will probably be eating, so my mouth is not going to be available to talk to you. (laughs) But yes, it's... Definitely a very exciting. Uh, I think I'm really excited about it. So it. I'm out of words to explain how excited I am about going to Spain. The hardest thing. Let's get into the next uh, section of my podcast where I talk about the hardest thing. So the hardest thing last week has been the anticipation to go to Spain. One line answer. That's been the hardest thing. I have been waiting for the trip getting ready for it and counting days and and it's happening so super excited about that and it's also really hard to wait when you really are trying to go somewhere and last week again I always asked the listeners hey let me know where, where you listen to the podcast because I'm I'm just uh, uh that's just how I am I just want to know hey where were you when you were listening to this so one person reached back to me and they were listening to it on their vacation so wow <laughs> I don't know maybe it's soothing I don't know what why why you would pick my podcast to listen on your vacation, but thank you. And then a lot of people who were prepping for some examinations or some some kind of exams or finals were also listening to it. So I appreciate people who take time from real education to listen to me blab. So <laughs> thank you very much. And good luck on your uh on your exams and whatever you're doing. And I know you're gonna ace it because you're obviously smart enough to listen to the words of a podcast. So you you're you're good. You're gonna be fine. Then, of course, the cubicle warriors, they are my favorite bunch and they're listening, you know, they are they are doing their own rebel thing in the cubicle and saying, you know what, that's it. I'm going to listen to the Words of Vikram podcast in my cubicle while the conference call is going no, on. Don't, don't do it when the conference call is going on. But yeah, a tip of the hat to the uh, cubicle warriors who are listening in from their Little corners of their offices, so awesome! And global play again this week. Hawaii got a lot of play because I blabbed about Hawaii for what 30 minutes or, or more than that last week. California and Hong Kong, so yeah, this is uh the, the podcast picking up audiences, and uh, well, Hong Kong's on the map, so that's that's cool. I love that town. Getting back to the questions and answers for this week. Let's dive into the Q&A. And uh, I have some new and exciting questions. And, uh, you know, the first one is long form. So, when I say long form, it means I'm about to yap for for a while. The question that was sent in was, what's your best and worst Airbnb experience? And, you know, for me, this is not something that I need to think about, you know, an Airbnb, you're either uh, with an Airbnb, there are two options, you know, there's very, sometimes it's an average experience, but mostly either it's really, really awesome, or really, really painful, At, at least in my opinion, that's what has happened with me. Let's start with the worst, let's start with the bad, and then we'll get into the good. So the worst Airbnb experience I've had was actually in Singapore. And I was traveling on a project. I was doing a project there. I was going to be there for a while. And this really nice central location, Airbnb popped up. The communication was good with the host. And I set my time and I, uh, I, I made the booking. And the person who rented it out was actually not there, was traveling in Europe, which is fine. I was supposed to go and just check myself in. So you see the difference you have to check yourself in versus uh somebody letting you in or somebody checking you in at the hotel right so so yeah, I get to Singapore, and you know from the u s depending on what connections you've done, it's an eighteen hour ordeal to get there. It's not a short flight, so I you know get in there and you know get into so I don't know if you if you guys have heard me blab yet about about Singapore airport, but yeah, Singapore is. Uh, the Changi Airport is the world's best airport. I don't know when somebody will ever copy that and reproduce it somewhere else. You would think by now somebody would have done it, but it's just it's just unreal. It's the most efficient airport experience on this planet. You know, I I, I cannot believe people just don't copy the exact same thing and just reproduce it. You don't have to design or put a sculpture outside. Just copy that airport, man. It's just it's it's the best. That's how it should be done. But yeah, getting back to the, the Airbnb experience story. So yeah, I, I collect my belongings and, you know, it's still, it's daytime there. I'm exhausted. And I get to the actual listing and I get up there, I figure out the code to get in and I get into the listing and the place is a disaster. So, you know, the photos were one thing, but when I walk in, it's hot. It's the windows are open. <laughs> it's like a storm went through the place. And uh, I was just stunned. It's like I walked in and somebody just had a party there. And just, you know, I did my, I was too tired. So I walked in, I, I go in and I, I, I walk into the bedroom and everything is just dirty. Everything is just upside down. And the, the kitchen, every, every corner of the place is not clean. That's where a lot of people, you know, say uh, we all talk about hotels and problems and this and that. But with a hotel, you just go downstairs, right? You take the elevator down and say, "Hey, man, you send me to a dirty room, or you know, can you please, you know, not send me to a dirty room and give me another one?" and and they fix it right there, right? But with Airbnb, there is no front desk, and which is an important thing to note because I then got online and uh, reached out to the person. Who was renting me and just let him know, look, the place is a disaster. How am I supposed to stay here? And he said that, oh, the cleaning person was supposed to come and didn't show up. And this is all happening on email, right? This person is in Europe. I'm sitting in Singapore. It's just getting weird. And then I was just so tired. I really wanted to just pass out, but I didn't. Instead, I uh, had to go around the apartment and take photos of the dirty dishes and and just dirty stuff everywhere right and take the photos reach out to airbnb support you know they are available not on the phone uh i didn't call them because i i didn't want to do that from from singapore right I'm, I'm traveling i'm roaming so i reached out to their email support and you know they're they get back to you right away but yeah it's not like where you take an elevator down to the front desk and complain about it <laughs> So I took the photos, I uploaded the photos and checked out, got a refund, which was, you know, which was very efficient because you really cannot argue with a listing being dirty. You know, it's just, it's not how it was advertised. Right. So that was the bad experience. Now, Again, I had to rush at the last minute. I had to find a hotel, which I luckily did. Yeah, guys, you know what? I can find a hotel in a city. You know, having worked in the hotel industry my whole life, that would be embarrassing if I couldn't even find a hotel after working my whole life in hotels, right? So, anyways, I found a hotel. I checked in there. I took a shower, and I was happy, and and it all ended. But the beauty of of this was that. I appreciate it. You know what a difference it can be when you're in trouble and you're renting an Airbnb versus a hotel. So, that being said, let's talk about the good experience. Let's get into positive, right? We're moving from negative to positive. Breathe, deep breathing. No, I'm just kidding. This isn't a yoga class. So, I do want to talk about. <laughs> I do want to talk about one of my most amazing Airbnb experiences, and it was actually in Lima, in Peru. So, yours truly wanted to go and experience the Andes. And I wanted to visit Cusco. I wanted to uh, visit the coastline. And also I wanted to visit Machu Picchu. So the way to do that is you start the trip in Lima. That's where most of the flights go first. And it's also the, na- the capital city and all that other good stuff. So I flew in from Miami into Lima and uh, I was traveling with a bunch of friends. So we had a little bit of a group going on. And first of all, the communication from the host, the, the sisters, as I like to call them. Shout out to the Skylar sisters of Hamilton fame. Uh, so yeah, these sisters were amazing. They were really, really on top with communication, getting back to us with all the questions. And that was good. So that usually is good with a lot of people who are serious about running their Airbnb rental, right? They They do get back to you right away. So that really gives you the comfort that yes, they are real people and they are interested in in getting back to you in time. So all the good signals were there. But what was truly amazing is as we started talking to them, we went from uh just getting there and, you know, staying there for for a few days. It was in the Miraflores, I I think I'm saying that right, uh, neighborhood, which is one of the elite neighborhoods of Lima. It's really beautiful. It's by the coastline. There's a lot of parks and open spaces there. So it was it was a perfect location. And uh, the people were perfect, too, because we started with just looking at accommodations. Next thing you know, we were able to arrange airport pickup. And I have to say, uh, all adventure stories aside, there is a certain comfort when you land into a country where you're not that good in the local language and somebody is there holding a sign with your name, even if the name is misspelled, which is 90% of the time in my case. But there is something to be said about, ah, oh, good, you know, I, I I know where I'm going. So we added on the airport pickup and amazing, you know, the, that got added on. And then they also, add, we also added on food. So not only we were going to a foreign country for the first time, specifically Peru for the first time, not any foreign country for the first time, but not only we were going somewhere, we, we didn't know anybody. We were getting picked at the airport. Next thing, you know, we were also getting local food. So they volunteered to help us figure out a food plan. So, you know, of course, it, it did cost us, you know, we had to pay for, pay for that. It wasn't on the house. But that was amazing that certain nights of the stay, we got served some of the most amazing local cuisine and made by somebody who lives there, somebody who is who understands the uh what's in season, you know what produce is even in season. So that was an amazing thing. So that thing got added on and then the one of the kids traveling on the trip got a little sick between the flights between Miami and and Lima and the doctor gave the name of the medication that was needed. So you know when we we got picked up, we got dropped there and one of the sisters friends went out to the pharmacy, explained to the pharmacist in Spanish exactly what dosage of what medicine was needed. And they bought it up there. You know, they just didn't say, here are your keys. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck with Lima. Good luck with everything. Have a great stay and disappeared. No, they stayed on. They made sure the medicine was there. There was food cooking. We, We went in the house, we could smell the food. And that's just spectacular. You know, that's that's amazing. So, you know, we not I, I not only stayed there on the way, going all the way up, you know, to Cusco, to Machu Picchu, even on the way back, we stayed with them. Again, an ex- amazing, amazing experience and just nice people. You know, there's something to be said for good people. And there are a lot of good people on Airbnb, as there are bad. So, you really have to, you know, do the research, try and catch the red flags in Singapore, there were no red flags. There were good photos. The guy was answering emails all, on time and answering all my questions. And it was good, right? So, what are you going to do? You, you only find out when the door, when you put the key in the door and you open it or you enter the code and you see the place is a disaster. In a case of hotels, yeah, no problem. You go down, you get something else. But with Airbnb, and if you're traveling with family, imagine if I was there with my entire gang, right? What what would we, we be doing? Then it just changes everything. You you have people who are exhausted, and you found accommodation that is not suitable. So, yeah, that that has been my good bad story from Airbnb, and I have definitely learned a lot as I've used Airbnb. It's you get good at Airbnb if I can use it as a verb here. So over time if you keep doing it you will figure out the best way you'll figure out the red flags you'll you'll get better at it over time it's just how how it works right and that is something that that is very very true with airbnb the the whole uh, expectation meet reality equal disappointment equation is the odds are not always in your favor if you have not caught all the red flags in time so uh, a little word of advice for you as you book airbnb uh make sure that you try and catch the red flags uh, as as you go in and then have a backup plan. You know, you really need to have a backup plan. What if you go in there and the place just doesn't seem right, right? Uh, one of the funny things I saw, one of the funny things on Twitter, and by the way, uh, Twitter comedy is my thing. So, so one of the things I saw was this really creepy portrait photo in an Airbnb and <laughs> it was just you know red flag don't stay there if you're uncomfortable or this listing was actually in a jungle in a fo- in a jungle in a wooded area somewhere right and then big huge windows in the bedroom no shades no curtains and in the nighttime you know you're just sleeping in there with the light on can you imagine i mean i i don't know i'm a huge fan of horror movies so for me my imagination runs pretty wild when i think of oh my god i'm i'm in the middle of the jungle there are no curtains and i'm sp- I've got a light on and I'm sitting here on a chair. People could see me f- for a mile, from a mile away, right? So, creepy. So, yeah, guys, don't get stuck in creepy experiences. And moving on to next question, we're going to keep it really short since my excitement for Spain is not going to let me go beyond two questions this week. So, the second one that, that really came on top was a very interesting question. It's a very serious question and it is, would you rather be a... <laughs> Would you rather be crying with laughter emoji <laughs> or a heart eyes emoji? Oh, this is so... <laughs> I see how we, as a civilization, we are progressing back to the Egyptian, the, hierog- uh, the I don't even, I, I'm not saying it right, but hi- hieroglyphics. Hi- but this is interesting. We're, we're moving to using using emojis to communicate so much. So getting back to what, would I be a crying with laughter emoji or a heart eyes emoji? Oh, I would definitely be the crying with laughter emoji because I find almost anything funny. So, and I'm doing that a lot. I do I do that more than I should, according to some people, but I, I really don't care. I love doing, I just love laughing. So yeah, I the heart eyes emoji is great, but you can't send that to everybody, right? Like if you really like something, I guess you're supposed to send that. Now, the the youth, the young people listening to this probably could correct me, but the heart eyes emoji, I, I guess the only time I've used that is when you absolutely look at something and you're in love with it, right? Am, 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 am I even doing that right? But the laughter emoji is just that you're laughing and you're crying. So that, for me after much deliberation, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, crying with laughter emoji. I would like to be that one if if that was an option. And with those deep question and answer session, let's sign off. Again, don't forget to subscribe, share. The podcast is available on iTunes and Google Play, or you just go to my website, wordsofvikram.com forward slash podcast. Thank you so much for the feedback. Those of you who send in emails, I really appreciate that. That's awesome that you take time from your busy life to send me a question and uh, or just give feedback. Just tell me where you're listening, tell me share your funny stories, and that is really awesome. So thanks for your feedback. Don't forget to email me your questions, Vikram at wordsofvikram.com, and also don't forget to read articles that I publish, which are on wordsofvikram.com, which is my website. And follow me on Instagram, Twitter for comedy. So stay woke, stay classy, and don't get stuck in goo. And I will talk to you next week when I get back from Spain. Have a great week. Thanks. Bye.